plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed? Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, new week, new opportunity and chance and the best day ever to start your new eating, uh, healthy eating habits or fitness habits and exercise habits and try a new experiment to improve your uh, health, energy levels, vitality and uh, everything and anything in between that makes you happy. Today is a very important episode, guys. We will learn how to eat for health, to maintain your healthy weight or to lose some weight, to improve uh, your metabolic markers, biomarkers. Uh, We just learn how to eat uh, as a healthy human being without uh, sticking, without having to stick with some diet or counting your macros or counting your uh, calories. So first concept we need to learn today, guys, we'll just dive deep right into it. Uh, So whole foods, processed foods. Obviously, as you probably heard from many sources, you want to consume as many whole foods as possible. And not uh, just because they influence your health uh, in a more beneficial way, but because whole foods, they, by not providing chemicals or chemicals or any substances that that harm your health on top of that they also provide you with essential vitamins minerals essential fatty acids and proteins that your body actually need for functioning and not eating enough uh, nutrients again vitamins minerals uh, essential fatty acids amino acids and things like fiber uh, not eating enough of good quality nutrients and uh, nutrient-dense food is just as bad uh, as eating junk food because if your body is not getting what it me- what it needs on a regular basis, you're going to suffer. Your health going to suffer and you might not be eating bad stuff, quote-unquote, but if you're not eating uh, enough of good stuff that your body actually needs for life, then you're going to suffer just as much, if not more. Uh, You can look up, for example, vitamin C deficiency or um, B12 deficiency or uh, potassium and magnesium deficiency, you know, uh, just look it up if you are curious how many adverse, how many um, 
really serious negative health effects can that those deficiencies have. Anyway, whole foods provide you the most nutrition, uh, the least processation, the least cooking done to food, uh, the more nutrients you're going to get and the uh, least of um, chemicals and substances that can harm your health, you're also going to get. So whole foods, of course, those are foods that you can find uh, in nature, um, your meats, your fish, your vegetables, your nuts and seeds. Uh, and yes, you know, when it comes to grains, grains are whole foods too. But compare rice, for example, whole grain, and compare bread and pasta. Bread and pasta processed food. So unless you see the grain, the whole grain, it's not whole foods. Uh, on the question of dairy, guys, uh, I would not recommend dairy to a lot of people because uh, by uh, statistics, according to statistics, Somewhere around 70% of people do not actually uh, digest, do not have the digestive enzymes or bacteria in their gut and their stomach to actually properly digest. Dairy products, uh, that one aspect, so you're going to have increased inflammation and digestion, all kinds of inflammatory conditions in your gut and in your stomach. Then also, you know, there is milk, sugar, lactose that can be converted into additional carbs. Uh, if you, let's say, I don't know, drink uh, a few gallons of um, milk, that'll probably carbs you, <laughs> you'll ever need. Uh, but also the quality of dairy is getting worse and worse. Uh, animals, a lot of animals are fed antibiotics, hormones, and God knows what else. And that all ends up in our uh, milk. And, you know, there are so many products that are not, you know, for example, compared to cheese the, and then cheese-like product. And you never know, you know, who does what unless, uh, like in some countries, it's highly uh, regulated. Uh, anyway, dairy, I'd rather you not have it or have very little of it. Just as an experiment, if you consume uh, dairy on a regular basis, go without it for a couple of weeks and see how your energy and your health improves. Um, so that's on the question of dairy and grains. So yeah, you know, there are whole grains too, even though, uh, you know, if you're on a low carb diet on keto diet, or you've been hearing me, uh, you've been listening to me for a while, and you know that I'm on a low carb diet, I don't eat any grains, but I don't have anything against whole grains, as long as you feel great on them. And as long as you understand that whole grains are the grains that you actually can see, um, you know, every single piece of every single grain, you can see and you can separate past bread, no matter if it says whole grain or whatever, or any kind of cereal, it's not whole grains unless you can actually see the whole grain. I hope you understand that. So um, in terms of cooking, either cook your, cook, uh, your food yourself using minimal procession, a minimal temperature, so low to moderate uh, temperature cooking, like, uh, but also, you know, boiling, sauteing, steaming, uh, um, you want to cook your food as much as needed to help your digestion, to help you to assimilate your nutrients, to enjoy the eating process. But you, of course, don't want to overcook it, destroying all the nutrients, frying at high temperatures, creating creating some carcinogens, um, substances that can potentially um, cause cancer and stuff like that. When you cook, make sure that you to use my guide uh, for cooking. When you cook, basically add stuff like salt, um, oils like coconut oil, olive oil, olive oil, you got to be careful with temperature there, of course. Uh, of course, virgin, you know, cold press, uh, non-refined oil, so oil, so good quality olive oil, coconut oil, uh, and then uh, grass-fed, I'm stressing that grass-fed, ghee, 
or butter like Kerrygold brand or similar. So grass-fed um, butter or ghee you can use for cooking. So basically salt, herbs and spices that um, have no sugars or any kind of stuff added to it and then some oils this is the healthy cooking that i do and i recommend to people you don't need anything else so have your food whole uh if you buy it cooked also make sure that the on the ingredients list you have you know maybe salt maybe some spices and herbs but no chemicals no stuff that belongs to scientific laboratory uh, and stuff that you wouldn't buy for your own kitchen so that if you buy it already cooked and again freshness matters guide the uh, more your food spends uh, being cooked and being preserved the less nutrients you get and guess what the less nutrients you get the hungrier you stay it's like that statistic um, they, they did a lot of studies and they showed that, for example, if you're not getting uh, enough proteins for your needs, and that varies from person to person, um, if you're not getting enough proteins from whole foods, the proteins that your body actually needs, and there are different amino acids that your body actually uh, needs. So if you're not getting uh, enough protein, then you're going to be hungry un until you get that protein that your body needs. So that's how vital nutrients are. Unless you're getting them, you're going to stay hungry. And the more your food uh, stays cooked, the more your food is preserved. So for example, if you cook it on Sunday, by next Sunday, there's going to be very little nutrition left, guys. And this is a huge thing uh, I want you to understand. Your food needs to be fresh, uh, freshly cooked. Uh, you may do some, you know, prepping, like washing or cutting, uh, uh, but try to cook your food right before when you eat it. Cook it really simply. Um, that takes five to ten minutes. Uh, the for most prepared food, meaning pre-cut, you know, pre-washed, uh, it all that it takes five, ten minutes to prep it uh, to be ready to eat. So whole foods over processed foods and um you can schedule, you know, your Q&A with me if you have difficulties understanding what processed and whole foods are. But rule number one for healthy eating for life and weight loss and weight maintenance and health and energy is eating. I would eat, you know, everything from whole foods. That is what means to eat like a human being. All the rest, food-like products in packages, all those, you know, fancy and fun, uh, snaky foods that... Uh, really do not remind anymore of anything whole or made by nature. All these foods are entertainment that you can sometimes kind of try for fun, but it's not your food that you should be consuming on any kind of regular basis, guys. So whole foods, this is human foods. So again, if you have any questions, schedule your Q&A, free Q&A call with me. Uh, you can find the link in the show notes and I'm going to help you to figure out what is whole foods and what is not whole foods. But, you know, whole foods doesn't come with an ingredient list and um, some fancy package and marketing slogans. Then we talked about dairy that you, you know, try to avoid it as much as possible or at least go for a couple of weeks and see how it affects you. And then grains, uh, Understand whole grains are the grains that you where you can see uh, every separate grain, uh, and then bread, pasta, cereals are not whole grains. Um, so when it comes to meals, actual meals, you want to understand a few basic concepts. You need to um, mix 
the periods of fasting when you don't consume any nutrition, any calories, any food, maybe some, you know, coffee, tea with nothing added, um, water, of course, are all fine. But fasting and eating, you need to eat like a human being. Uh, it is proven to be the best for health. You need to have two, maybe three meals at most and no snack. Two, three meals, no snacks. That's the uh, kind of gold standard and it works. And you need to have at least 12 hours in a 24-hour day when you have no foods coming in. Again, you can drink maybe some tea or maybe some coffee. Depends on the depends on the time of the day. But it's a lot of water, of course, but no calories, no nutrition, just two, three meals. And how you should measure those meals, what you should be eating at those meals, probably the most important question, right, guys? So you're having two, three meals a day. Let's um, say you have two meals a day, and then you can divide that food into three kind of based on, you know, your own experience or what you want to do anyway. So two meals a day, protein, you need to consume protein at each meal. And protein, I mean protein-rich foods, of course. And those are meats, fish, uh, chicken, eggs. There are also plant food sources, but there are really very few plant food sources that are rich in all the amino acids, all the proteins that your body actually uh, needs. And also the problem with that is most of the vegan or, you know, non um, meat, non-animal protein food sources are uh, either processed or you got to eat a lot of them to get uh, your protein requirements. But this is specifically, guys, for people who have nothing against animal products and who have nothing against any food groups. Like uh, I have nothing against any food groups unless it's processed junk that harms your health. Um, so two meals a day, protein-rich food. Again, by that, I mean... Um, something like chicken, like meat, uh, like eggs, um, like fish, uh, something, you know, meaty, a protein, you can Google, you know, protein-rich foods. And the amount of that you should consume, if you take your palm, uh, your hand, and without fingers, your palm only, that is the size of your uh, protein-rich food multiplied by two. Yes, by multiplied by two, guys, because uh, eating enough protein is essential for healthy metabolism, uh, for if you're, especially if you're training and everyone should be training, exercise, you know, should be a healthy part of your healthy lifestyle. Um, so two palms of protein-rich foods at those two meals. You need to be getting enough proteins to stay satiated, to get uh, all the essential amino acids that your body needs for basically everything it does and to build almost every single uh, cell structure in your body and hormones and uh, uh, so many other things. So two palms uh, of protein-rich foods, vegan, vegetarians, if you're having troubles, you know, figuring out the amount of, you know, and kinds of food you need to eat, again, schedule your call, don't be lazy, and I'll explain it to you, too, for your example. Anyway, two palm size of protein for per, 
for your two meals a day. Uh, and then make a fist right now. Make a fist. You know, you know how to make a fist. And four of those are going to be your uh, non-starchy vegetables. Maybe um, your broccoli or Brussels sprouts or bell peppers or whatever it is. Uh, also, you can Google non-starchy vegetables. So four fists at your two meals, you got to have four feasts of those. Um, you know, of course, you can have less, but um, I would really recommend to have four feasts to get all the vitamins and minerals you need, and of course, organic uh, and of the best quality, the least processed, because, you know, broccoli, uh, for example, if you steam them, or uh, let's say you uh, deep fry them, um, nutrition profile is going to be completely different. You're going to lose a lot of the, that um, essential nutrition when you cook your food at high temperature. So four feasts of your non-starchy vegetables. Um, and then one scoop, your one handful, you know, one handful, so make a handful, and one handful you can have of your starchy stuff like uh, whole grains, maybe a handful of rice, um, maybe, and, you know, just one handful, no more, or maybe sweet potato, um, or maybe one regular potato, um, so that's the amount of your um, starchy or carb-rich food um, per uh, meal. Uh, if you're having it, you know, after workout, or if you've been training really a lot these days, then yeah, you know, maybe you have two. But uh, understand that, again, most of the people... Um, you know, during their uh, day, we need uh, like 100, 150 grams of carbohydrates, and uh, that counts all your food. So uh, you need to be, you need to regulate your starch, your sugars, your carbohydrates. And by sugars, I mean natural sugars uh, coming uh, from, you know, things like, um, things like fruit, maybe, or berries. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, we're not talking about berries here. Uh, berries, you can add up to your vegetable portion, um, okay? Um, so, one scoop of your starchy or, yeah, starchy carp, like rice or potatoes or something like that. And that you're going to have two times um, a day. Um, two times a day. Um, if you decide to have it three times a day and you need more calories, feel free to do so. Um, and then again, let's recap kind of. So two palms of protein-rich foods, four feasts of your non-starchy vegetables, and here we also add our um, low-carbohydrate, low-sugar, natural sugar fruit, um, your high-sugar fruit like bananas or mangoes, um, add instead of your starch if you want to, and then one handful of starchy foods like rice or other grains or um, maybe potato or maybe high-sugar fruits like banana, um, and then uh, of course, eliminate all the added sugars, all the processed grains, all the processed foods. Uh, in general, try going without dairy. Uh, if you decide to have dairy, then have, you know, the amounts depending on the kind of dairy. If you're having your yogurt, then probably have, you know, uh, a cup of yogurt. If you're having your cheese, then probably have a small slice, like 30 40 grams of it, uh, not like the whole <laughs> head of cheese. Um, so... Again, two palms of protein-rich foods, four feasts of vegetables, one handful of starchy food, and you're going to have that two times with moderate activity. You're going to have a three meals like that or add additional portions on top of your two meals. And then the rest of the day, you must fast. 
this is guys how a healthy human being should eat and uh, you know there are differences there are different situations in life but most of the time for most of the people that works and again whole foods the best quality foods without antibiotics hormones pesticides herbicides all the time foods that was minimally processed cooked at low to matter temperature to maximize the nutrition not to minimize it ingredients salt herbs and spices good quality fats uh, for cooking like olive oil uh, like grass-fed ghee or butter like coconut oil and i want to stress here for cooking so use the amount you need to cook not so everything just kind of swims in the fat or a stick of butter in your coffee that's not gonna work guys so this is the guide to eat for a healthy human being who cares about energy levels health uh, maximum nutrition from their foods having healthy hunger having healthy metabolism uh, and having good looking body and if you do this guys uh 99% of you, or maybe at least 95% of you, are going to have the body that you need, that you're happy with for life. Nothing complicated, really nothing. You just need to do it consistently. And you think, oh yeah, I know that. But do you do it consistently? Really, take a week and how many days you can stick with it 100%. That's actually what you know, not what you read somewhere. What you read somewhere, what you... um, know from some other source uh, at the back of your head is and if you don't practice it you do not know it and again what i notice for most people the problem is is that not that they don't know things it's just that they don't do them consistently and again take a week and journal and see how consistent you are you might discover that you are not as good at it as you thought you were um so to recap this episode, uh, we talked about whole foods, processed foods, and why it's important to eat whole foods full of nutrition, why it's important to eat freshly cooked, uh, freshly uh, made food, not the food that stays in the fridge or wherever for uh, weeks and days and months. Uh, and then we talked very important concept, uh, meals and fasting and how you should have two, three meals without snacking and you should consume enough protein. You should consume your non-starchy vegetables. You can consume your starch um, if you choose to, but you got to have some uh, portion control. You got to measure your food. You cannot eat unlimited uh, of anything. Uh, At some point, it's going to backfire to you. So my guide to recap Two, three meals, you're going to have two palms of protein-rich foods, vegans, vegetarians, ask me for details, uh, four feasts of non-starchy vegetables, look up non-starchy vegetables, uh, and then you're going to have one scoop, uh, if you wish, uh, of your starch or your uh, high-sugary fruit, high-sugar meaning natural sugars, uh, food one handful of that so maybe whole rice so maybe sweet potatoes or regular potatoes or whatever it is you choose to eat for your um starch and that's it guys uh your uh guide to healthy uh eating for a human being uh stay tuned for 
tomorrow and the day after, we're going to talk more about sleep. I got a lot of questions about, you know, how do I organize my sleep so I uh, don't compromise my fat loss and my muscle uh, gains uh, and just feel amazing, maximize my mental and physical performance. So sleep again tomorrow on Wednesday. We will talk about stress. You know, I'm always talking about how stress management is important for fat loss, for weight loss. And people ask me, but what does it exactly mean? Like, you know, like meditation or something else? Like, we're going to talk about practicality of stress management on Wednesday, specifically for fat loss, uh, muscle gains, uh, for maintaining your um, healthy weight and maintaining your health, longevity, and performance. On Thursday, uh, finally, we're going to have someone who's going to talk about food industry and why it's all, um, all messed up. On Friday, we will have our fat loss episode from a, a physique competitor's coach who know exactly how to dial your body fat percentage to single digits precisely. Uh, And then on uh, Saturday or Sunday, uh, we will have a surprise episode uh, with someone who is uh, really interested in practicing to the best of his ability um, diet diet and uh, lifestyle principles to live as longest uh, as possible. And, you know, uh, I'm also passionate about longevity. But anyway, that's what's coming. Stay tuned on uh, Food, A School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. I love you all, guys. Thank you for your attention. For me, please stay healthy, stay fit, uh, invest in your health. And till next time, eat better daily.